Sitting in the shack with Lachlan Patterson Cause it's the Lockdown Podcast Talking about whatever you want Chilling out, having a chill sesh With Lachlan's guest, yeah The Lockdown Podcast the lockdown Welcome back podcast. guys, thanks for coming back I'm Lachlan, podcast. you know me Of course I'm still the host, they haven't fired me I'm the host here of the Lockdown Podcast. You're on, you're listening, you're hanging out with me here in the shack on season two of the Lockdown Podcast, locked in a van. Normally we're going out in the van, but we're back in the shack today, baby. And we got a great team. We got Brian's back as usual. Brian is co-hosting with me. Brian, welcome. Thanks for having me back. You're welcome. And uh, we got a guest, Brian. That's very exciting news. Local Venice celebrity, Dennis Gubbins, here in the shack with us, fresh off of vaccination. Oh, that was not, that's, that's not for everybody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, can, you still have a mask on, though. I do. I wear my mask for other people, because even though I got a vaccination shot, I could still be carrying and still be transmitting. Hmm. What, so what's the point of even getting it? Who goddamn knows, but I got it. You lined up for like eight hours, Dennis. Six hours I did. I went to an overflow place that was um, written about recently. It's a hospital near downtown L.A., and they had extra doses, and if you don't use them, you lose them, and they throw them away. So they have this system where people get in line, and then you, you get lucky or not, and you know they take old elderly people out, 65 and older, get moved to the front, healthcare workers. So you sit there, and it's like you know, you're not jumping the line. You're not cheating. It's actually pretty good. And So, so people I went, could possibly be cutting you then? Only if they're 65 years or older or healthcare workers. So if I'm standing in line for a couple hours and an old couple shows up, they yep. can cut me? They go right in front of you. <laughs> Just like the buffet in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. And uh, w- was it in a car? Was it standing? Did you? No, standing. It's a hospital. So it's it was, I had heard, I heard about it, I think like, let's say Tuesday evening, my friends told me and said, you should go do this. They explained it to me. I was like, okay, I don't know. They're like, you're not cutting the line. It's blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, because, you know, I wasn't going to go if I was taking it away from someone else. That's nice of you. And so I woke up, set my alarm for five in the morning. It went off, fell back asleep. And then I had set a backup alarm for 520. Always set a backup. And I was like, get up, go. Because I didn't know. So I went, got there. I was alone. I was first in line, six in the morning. Sitting there and around 10 o'clock, I was like, this is just a waste of time. What are you doing here? Right. People go in lines because appointments get to yeah. go. And I finally did. And at 11 o'clock, the needle was in my arm and I was like party time. And then I told a handful of friends and p- folks to do it. And then from there, word got out. LA Times wrote an article about it. I, I, I saw like that, crazy. yeah. But then just on Friday, they had they were given 600 doses from a, a nearby old folks home that they needed to use, so they stayed longer, and everyone in line got it. And that's the thing. It's like everyone needs this thing in their arms, and the fact that we don't have it organized is so lame. But So, yeah. <clears throat> so I did. I got my first dose, getting my second dose in a couple of weeks. And and now that you are <clears throat> vaccinated, how has your life changed? Oh, Leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. Everything's clear and rosy now. Everything's better than before. No, it's not. It hasn't changed very much. I feel more at ease. I feel like you Mm -hmm. definitely, like the day I got it, when it went into my arm, I I was like, woo, like a sense of relief and a feeling of like, oh, the end is in sight. Like this is a step toward being done with this nightmare. 
And then now it's like, well, it's still a nightmare because not everyone has it and they're not going to get it for fucking six months. So, yeah, I really don't know what I'm going to do. I'd like to leave this country. I'd like to travel. If that somehow opens me up to do that, it, mm. it's going to be wonderful. So It's just you and old people. Me and a bunch of elderly the folks world. traveling around. Were you uh, trying to pick up chicks? I've always liked older ladies. Are so. you like a, were you, before the you got the shot, were you like a... Uh, super covid person i'm not super i would say i'm just i'm below super i'm very like i have my mask on now for what do you what do you mean by super covid just like staying home not going to grocery stores lockdown right taking it very seriously um no i took it very seriously certain things i take very seriously but like i'll go outside and play golf i'll Mm -hmm. be out on the beach i'll take my mask off in that regard but like i go to the store i'm looking at my clock my watch i'm i don't want to be in any store longer than 15 20 minutes if i can like i went into ralph's the other day and i walked in and walked right out because like people were bumping into each other yeah mask kind of on not really and i was like there's a reason why gelson's is a little more expensive (laughs) yeah gelson's yeah it's worth the wait (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh, that's a good point so yeah so so i was yes and no but like i mean you know i don't like dating i I'm a single guy and I would like to get out there and mingle. But like the thought of like kissing someone right now is terrifying to me. I can't get past that idea of like, you might get me sick and I don't like having a cold, let alone fucking whatever this thing's going to do to me. So it's been really weird that regard of like just shutting that off and just being like, I'll wait, I'll wait. So, so you're still not dating? No, I haven't gone on any, I've gone on a zoom date, which was weird. I had one um, interaction with a former lover midway through we had we had we had one night she came over and that was fun but it still was nerve-wracking and there was like 10 days two weeks of like (laughs) who did someone give it to the other person (laughs) i thought you would have done doggy style with a mask on well i kept my mask on the whole time (laughs) no you didn't i did are you fucking serious (laughs) i am very serious Oh my what a God. fucking freak. It was kind of freaky and fun. She dressed up in a nurse's outfit. Too. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. It was fun. Listen, it was kind of fun. <laughs> and it was like a thing of like, you know, both horny people and wanting to do something, but still both nervous about it and was like, no kissing. Let's do this. Get in and out. <laughs> and it was like, it was fun and good, but it was also like nerve wracking. And like, that's why I'm just not good at it as other people are out dating, going on fucking the apps and stuff. Are you Bri? No. No, I'm not on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bad time to be on it. But you're out. Brian, Brian won't talk about dating. You're not going to get anything out of him on the podcast. Brian. No, he, he It's the best. Look, it's bullshit. Brian, this yeah. guy, he's that guy. Brian's that guy that goes to the party and they're like, kind of look over and you're like, oh, he doesn't really say much. And then he leaves with a hot. Like, you just look at your handsome dude. You don't have to do much. Thank you very much. You're a good oh, looking listen, guy. You're pe- funny. You're a funny guy too. But I don't do the Zoom stuff. That's just you weird. do well with the ladies. So I'm I'm not really buying that you've been silly this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it either. But at the same time, I can't push him or else he won't come back on the podcast. Okay, sorry. We'll we'll go to something else. He's okay. gonna <laughs> he's gonna die with we'll the greatest stories else. ever. Who are you worried about watching this? Oh uh, no, it's not that. It's just uh, you know. There's other things to talk so, about. Uh, let's talk about you, Gubbins. More about let's you. Let's talk I about know. Dennis. Yeah, that's about that. Um, yeah, I, I had a a Zoom. Uh, phone call date set up with someone that I kind of knew and that thing, but even that, it's just weird. The whole dating thing is weird, so I'm just kind of over turn to, that off. Over to comedy, what uh, what do you foresee with the West Side thing that you have worked with for years, or even like just shows and shit? Yeah, I they're still holding on the West Side Comedy Theater. Wow. I don't know if I'll produce a show there or mm-hmm. be involved 
involved um, when we come back, but they're staying alive. And, you know, I'm hoping, but I don't know, like if this goes another six, eight months before we're like able to have people in a, st- in a mm-hmm. place. If, 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 if you're trying to get, you know, keep your comedy career on track and le- staying in LA, it's just not going to happen. Everyone's got to, everyone's leaving to go yeah. do comedy. All the other states have opened mm-hmm. a lot of them. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of people in your like the the touring comedians who do podcasts and do podcasts well, they don't need to be in LA. Like where me, I'm an actor and commercial. Mm-hmm. And like I need to be here to do that. Whereas if I'm not doing that, I'm not going to live in LA either. But these guys and yourself, you can do this podcast anywhere and do road shows and go other places so i mean it's trippy i I just i do stand up for the live crowd and like doing those zooms early on were struggle and not fun and weird and i would do like an outdoor show and feel okay with that but i haven't been asked to so it's okay hint 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 everybody (laughs) hint hint of bookers (laughs) but you do well in the commercial game i've done all right i've done all right i've had some commercials running the last few years and there's one that was running during football so that's always fun when people see them and they're like oh what's uh so you you got one for coming up for the super bowl no i didn't i i don't i had a i had a car commercial that was running up until about two weeks ago the car commercial the car wasn't running anymore yeah the commercial isn't running commercial still running but with these with these being shot during covid no that one was from last year i've only had I had auditions for commercials during COVID, but I didn't book any. I didn't. And is it is it different to audition and even like you, is it just virtual? Very different, of? yeah. Yeah. It's self-tapes, they call it, or Zooms. So you either set a video camera up and you do the thing in your house or you're on a Zoom doing it. And I've done that. I had a Zoom. Callbacks are on Zoom. So I had a Zoom callback and it went fine. I had the setup better. But the first Zoom callback I had, I, it was on my phone. And they wanted me to go in my kitchen and start cooking. Like, oh, what do you, let's see you cook. And I was like, okay. So I put the camera down, phone down, and like bonk, just knocked over, fell over. And I was like, oh, sorry. They're like, okay, cool. I think we've seen enough. Because <laughs> like, oh early God. on, they're asking like in the breakdowns for you at home, breakdowns are, let's say, commercial. And they want male 40 to 50, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they'll say what they would look like, right? And now it's like, do you live with a director of photography? Are you a director? Are you a commercial director? Do you have, like, they wanted people who could shoot commercials at home. And it was like, that's fucked. For me, I mean, just a bummer. They want you to do your thing. And then somebody will tell you to edit it. And then you send it in and they piece it all together. Yeah. And now they still do that, but they send cameras and gear and stuff. Whereas before they were kind of like, let's just, I mean, we're in LA, like, and I know people like who are married to a DP or to a cinematographer and they're like, yep, cool. My husband's one, my wife's one, you know, I had to do that. <clears throat> I had to do that for a TV show uh, that they were pitching. They sent me a bunch of gear, uh, including all the, the, la- the lamp, yeah. the ring light. And they sent me um, different items. It was an unboxing show oh, uh. and I had to unbox these things and then try them on and or eat them was what, that the that was the day you saw me bouncing around oh on those f- freaking bouncy sh- boots you know the ski boots oh those ski boots that you bounce on yeah <laughs> he was running he looked like uh carrie into henderson coming down the neighbor with his hair dude i was it was and look at me and here i am trying to get a part yeah it was funny it, i tell you dennis did my, they video did you i'm sorry did my me. hat's off to you for the auditioning I, I i really gave it my all it's not for everyone, and it is crazy to think about how many auditions I've been on, and, and you know, and success has been okay, but like, it's 
numbers and numbers and numbers of times you walk into those rooms and leave going like, what am I doing with my life? There's got to be something more. And then you book one and you're like, this is awesome. And you get paid pretty good money for one day of work. Wow. Yeah. But it's the other 300 days you're driving around <laughs> trying yeah. to find those those good jobs. But yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, what's yeah. your, what was one of, one of your most well-known commercials? Um, well, there was one like 20 years ago, and it ran during the strike. We went on strike. Commercial actors went on strike, I so they stopped that. making them. So it was running, so it ran extra long. And that was a Coors Light commercial um, that played also during like the Lakers championship run. So around here, people were like, oh, you're the guy. And it was a Coors Light one where guys were in the stands on a bachelor party. And the bit is you guys are on a bachelor party, and one guy you know, buys a beer for the the groom and the the beer salesman goes like oh do you take this beer to be your beer and like kind of does a wedding and then we're sitting there all day long and I, I had nothing to do and they're like okay cool and i'm like what the fuck am i doing here like i'm just an extra like that was when i was like mad about it like i'm not an extra i'm that fucking actor why am i not doing this now i'm like am i an extra is my face in it cool don't need to say a word i don't give a shit but back then i was like what am i doing the director came over he goes why don't you come up with something show me why I, why i hired you and I was like, oh, really, motherfucker? All right. And I said, I got something. He goes, cool. Do the thing. Cuts to me. And I do a fake cry. And I go, I told myself I wasn't going to cry. Like that. Oh, and that made the nice. spot. And that was like the payoff of the whole spot. And it was my ad lib and my my doing. And it was that thing of like, there you go. That's why I'm in it. <laughs> like, you know, and yeah. it was like one take. And then that was the commercial. Um, but that was the same director who my first commercial I booked was a fake audition for ocean spray. Like you had to be fruits auditioning to be with cranberry. And that was the premise. And so the premise was like, Oh, come in and do a Shakespearean monologue or do this or that. And I was like, um, everyone's doing all that. And I'm in the waiting room. They're all like, Oh, come in, you know, doing their shit. And I was like, what if I do this as a bad rap, you know, like a failed rapper. And I go in and the director's there and the casting director. And I was like, Hey, you guys, what if I do this? And they're like, all right. I mean, yeah go for it like that and can i was we get like a, can we get a little bit yeah and uh and i forget what it was but this is what he wrote on the day were you in costume or no no not yet this was for the callback so i do it and it's like hanging on a hanging coming from a tree hanging on a branch gonna set you free with my mango avalanche and then i did a beatbox and so i did this that wasn't what we did but I did the audition and I did the fucking rap thing of the Shakespearean monologue. I like made it a rap and I was like, da 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 ba ba. And I stop and they both literally go like, oh, cool, yeah, thanks, man. And I leave and I'm like, I'm fucking done. I can't, like, what am I doing? I'm awful. And I, they, I booked it and they told me the reason why they did that and tr- acted that way. They said they loved what I did, but they're like, we wanted to see people's reaction to not getting the job because that's part of the spot. And I was like, you fucking oh. assholes. You made me literally question my life choice <laughs> like that. So yeah. I go and this director turns out to be a, like an incredible writer and he's written movies and he did the, um, um, that movie with Al Gore about climate change and he lives here in Venice, Scott. I won't say his name for his thing, but he lives around here and he's fucking super su- successful. Great writer. And he's like, we got to come up with a rap. And I'm like, I don't know. Okay. And he's like, hold on. And he literally went away for two minutes, came back. He's like, try this. And it was like, spot on this coming from a tree, hanging from a branch, going to set you free with my mango avalanche. And I did like fat boys. And so in the thing, I'm wearing a foam mango suit. They spray paint my body. 
and I'm like standing like this, so I'm standing like leaning forward for like six, seven hours doing this bit. And that was my first one. So it was the same director. So he knew me and he fucked with me. And I was like, okay, that's fine. As long as I get the job, I don't care what you do. Awesome. Yeah. So that was a long, yeah. You that like, was a fun one. Do you, do you love your job? I love working. Right. I love the working part. And it's weird because like I never thought I would be a commercial actor for this long um, doing that. Because it's like, you know, you're fucking selling products and I don't believe in those products. <clears throat> and you have to sometimes be like, well, it's a job. It's money. And, you know, and. Sometimes the acting's great. Like, I had an audition for, like, gun control that I cried in twice, killed it. Casting director stopped me when I left, was like, thank you. That was amazing. I was like, thank you. Didn't even get a call back. Yeah, fuck this. You know? <laughs> it's like, I literally cried on cue both times where I wanted and was, like, feeling good about myself, and I can't even get a call back. Like, so it's weird in that regard. It's become, like, a thing of, like, going to the mills, seeing the same people. Hey, guys, hope you get this one. You don't get, you know, and it's just a weird aspect of this business where you can make good money yet someone on a tv it's a better i'd rather be on a tv show where you make maybe a hundred bucks a day but people see it and it's like acting it's just a weird thing so i do love it i love working i love being on set i love working i like acting and like all that stuff it's the going and auditioning and being like okay i'm gonna fucking pretend to love of you know how, how are you, How do you even know? I don't know if you have an agent. Or not. How do you? How do they reach out to you? Do yeah, you, I have an agent. You're in a big pot of people. Yeah, like, those breakdown things come up, and then the agency them, then they submit pictures of the people that they might have that go like, oh, this guy fits. Uh, let's send them, and then hopefully the casting directors know you or be like, oh, we let's call him in, and then you get called in. You do the audition, then you get a callback, and then from the callback you get put on a veil, and then you get a booking or not. And yeah, nowadays I'm hearing stories with friends about COVID. Speaking of lockdown, where they're they're booking two actors for the role, in anticipation of one of them might have COVID. Wow! Jesus. I um yeah also Brian because I auditioned about forty four hundred fifty times. I'm I'm, my first ever audition was for a Reebok commercial my whole life, and I got it. Wow! And like my third ever audition was for a Molson Canadian commercial, and I got it. Wow. I haven't got a single booking since in 450 auditions. So it's always, it's been, it's, it was tough for me. They put you in a group when you go into the room of people who are like you. Yeah. So that's gotta be weird. So Dennis goes in with guys uh, who look like him. You see the same group of guys. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. We know each other. And it, yeah. And early on years ago, I'm redheaded beard guy. It's gray now, but I was one of the early redheaded bearded guys in this thing. And now if you turn on the TV, Every other commercial is a different version of a redhead bearded guy, a young bearded mm-hmm. guy, yeah. And it's just like this thing of like, that was me for a minute. And I had some jobs and I was you know, they would like reference it where you're like, you know. Do you ever go out? Do you know a guy? There's a guy who lives here in Venice who looks just like you. I used to play softball Brian with Brian Connawal. <laughs> is that who you're talking about? No, but. Oh, Brian Asacion? A guy named John Lacey. Fucking, there's another one? Yeah, he's in a lot of commercials, <laughs> oh, too. John Lacey. Like, I could pull him up. Yeah, let's see what John Lacey looks he like. He looks like you. Well, and and he's in a ton of commercials. See? Exactly. And then I'm not. So, like, that's the thing. Like, one of us needs to leave. But at this point, as you've gotten older, you when you see these guys around, are you like, hey, man, you're still grinding this out like I am? Yeah, they're still... He's yeah. a little older than There's still... Yeah, there's now. a few of us that are like, like, it's, you know, it's fucking I'm 20 years in on this. Hey. Yeah. 20 something sort of little bit do you know this guy oh yeah i know that dude yeah yeah he's 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 not been around forever for sure we know each other we're not totally similar but we we both go for like roles together 
For sure. Um, Similar kind of, you know, white dad role now, construction worker, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. It's fascinating. Brian, do you, <laughs> did you ever get into auditioning? No, never. Why did you move to L.A.? Oh, it was the circumstances of a girlfriend wanting to move and work. There was work here? Yeah. Okay. I, I was living in Las Vegas. My territory was Los Angeles. It just made sense to get out here. Okay. Well, how was it living in Vegas? It was a lot. It was a different lifestyle than you can imagine. I lived out in Henderson. <laughs> I golfed, I hung out with my one dog at the time, and I went to the Cheesecake Factory. I was like, oh. <laughs> it wasn't like that strip. It wasn't like yeah. anything else. And, you know, it was a, it was different. It was slow. It was, but when I moved out of here, I moved to Echo Park, and I thought it was awesome. But then right. as soon as, like, you're single way up in those hills, and this is, like, pre-Uber and cell phone service oh, right. up there, I was like, I got I to gotta get west. <laughs> <laughs> get down to the flats. Yeah. Um, I mean, no one's driving east on the weekends. Everyone's coming this way. Do you do you do you Dennis? Do you miss? Do you long for? Was that you making that knock sound, yeah, or did someone phone. knock? No, no, okay. no, it's my phone. I dropped it. Do you long for a, a like a like a cop role? What do you mean in a commercial or a, a, t- a show? A show. I long for any role. Yeah. Yeah. How come you don't get on those shows? Because I don't have credits enough i guess my agents don't have this pull to get me those auditions i think it's you know it's i used to get thing. those auditions it's a bummer it's weird and maybe it's just i don't know me. if i was you i would have i mean god if i had his acting mm-hmm. or even auditioning skills yeah i feel like i could find my way in acting you know with other people acting around you and they mm-hmm. create the whole scene you know I feel like I'd do That's a lot better. That's why we got to make the show your show. So you're the lead. You don't have to audition. You're like Seinfeld. So everyone's like, okay, there's these great actors around him. He'll catch up. Thank you. And that's you. And what happened to the show you pitched a while back with the, I don't know if I can say it, the guy from... JB Smooth? Yeah. JB. He just got super busy. Curb picked up another season mm-hmm. and he got super hot. He's still super hot. He does road shows, right? He's on the road doing stand-up? No, nah, he does. He's doing commercials. He does yeah. a little bit of road. He did a lot of road. He had a whole tour plan last year, and I think it's you know obviously if you had a whole tour plan, it slowed down. But yeah. anyway, I, I still love him. Funny guy, Brian. Can you bring my mail, Brian? I'm going up to Ventura next week. Can you? Do you think every once in a while you could come? Ch- you could check my mail. Sure. Like in your mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's on. It's on the way. I, I'm I'm going to Ventura. I heard, yeah. For the next two months. For a while. Yeah. That's crazy. Thank you. Yeah. Tell us cool. what's the place like. Is it awesome? Yeah. Does everyone know where Ventura is? It's north of here, about forty-five miles. Yes, and and Ventura means something good to like. Venture, ad- maybe. Adventures, <laughs> adventure. Yeah. It's at least an hour up there, right? I know. Hour and a half. How many miles is it? I just threw forty-five out there. That seemed about right, but it's probably more. It's like a hundred. Yeah, it's probably like eighty-one miles. Yeah, no, that's it's a it's a good town because this town, man, we've been here for a while. This V town, I call it V town, Venice. Yeah. Um, I live in East Venice, um, which I, is a joke I used to make all the time for the first several years I lived here. When people would be like, "Where do you live?" I'm like, "East Venice," and I do a thing because it's also Mill Valley where I'm from. Okay. And now there's an actual East Venice. That I they see, have I signs that signs, say yeah. East, East Venice Community Media. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? What 
East Venice community are we talking Is about? Is it just on like, the other side of Lincoln, right? Yeah. It's like on Lincoln between Lincoln and Palms. Like there's not much to Venice east of Lincoln. It's <laughs> I think it's all made up by real estate agents to yeah. try to help sell right. homes because they call it my this area we're in right now, they call it no row. North, north of Rose. North of Rose. Trying so hard, like stop right. it, just stop it with the no row. And we had a no and row. So row is so row right over there. Yeah. Do you live in No Row or Soro? Remember, there was like the Silver Triangle was a thing here for still, a minute. Still is. Where is still, that? It's like over by Washington, and it's a nice area. It's a good area, but still, like this is. I'm in the Silver Triangle, guys. It's all real estate agents <laughs> trying to create buzz. Wow, yeah, I, I guess so. <clears throat> I haven't heard of it. Soma, south of Market in San Francisco. I'm, yep. I'm jealous of both of you guys because right now, you know, things are starting to open up again. Brian was just saying you're saying you went to a restaurant for the first time on a date, Brian. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but it was the first time I sat inside and ate. You just How sat alone? That? I sat by myself, table for one. Which wow. which restaurant? Was uh, it inside? It can't be inside. Yeah, it was inside in Orange County. Oh, Orange County. Oh, I thought they What eat. am I doing inside? Oh. oh, no, no, no. Last night last night I I went to Hama. Yeah. Hama Sushi. And I, yeah. I sat so they redid that whole patio. It was yeah, their beautiful. outdoor seating is great. And how they have that so it's like an open it's like they have they have like a they, they have like a sunroof. He went to there. Orange County. <laughs> oh, Dennis just pulled up his mask when he heard Orange, Orange County, but it's still like yeah. Hama's setup mask. is good. I feel I feel good about yeah, that one. Yeah, oh, it's good that they opened because I went by there Saturday or Sunday and they weren't open at like four thirty five in the afternoon. And my friends and I we were like, "What the hell is this all about?" Because they had remodeled the place. Yeah, it's really nice in there. Nice. Um, but even in Orange County, it's, I mean, you can go to those bars where it's like just idiots and people pack, but this wasn't like that. This was, um, and still same thing. You walk through the restaurant with your mask on, mm -hmm. bars closed. It has a different energy to it. Right. You sit down, server says, take your little picture of the fucking thing on your table. <laughs> I can never seem to get that right. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Well, for you. If you did it, you'd pop up 1970s porn searched on Amazon. You right. Know? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Brian, uh, or Dennis. Bry. Were... Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I just happened to make a mention of my weird um, thing on Amazon. Most people go look at porno on like Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I am niche. This is a niche porn thing, and it's kind of like 70s softcore porn, so it's not like full-on porn, but it's just like women in the 70s getting naked and that is nostalgic for me i guess and it and brings me back to a time you get off on nostalgia i think so i guess so that's so you know what i respect that I, it's yeah. it's actually well, they're very natural cool. I, I, it's like a natural time women are natural everything's natural there's uh tan lines if i'm being real honest i like tan lines and and it just it truly i think reminds me of like those first playboys that mm. i saw as a how kid. about how about the men what about them? <laughs> they, they natural? Yeah, I'm sure they are. I don't really pay <laughs> goddamn much attention to that, that was pre like Photoshop too. Yeah, it's all like and yeah, there's not Linda it's, you know, Linda Lovelace. She was uh, she Linda, was back then, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I have uh it's it's classy porn too because I have a lot of seventies and eighties porn and it's um it's I hate calling it porn because it's not. No. It's like educational. They're, these are actual stories. Erotica. Yeah, and is that what's called erotica? Yeah, coming these are, on strong. A lot of the stuff's written by doctors. Yeah, and it's all vintage and and very. It's very interesting and and I don't know if I get, though if I get aroused by it. I don't have my readers, Bond. 
Just see but him here's with, just literally this is I can just see Dennis with his reading glasses <laughs> on and, <laughs> the and first his pants one. down. Gather around, people. <laughs> I'm going to shoot my prick up your ass. What? It literally the first thing I wrote is I'm going to shoot my prick up your ass, Tuffy. <laughs> oh no, wait, what does that say? The person's name is like Thuffy. I, I, I can't see it. Uh, who says anyway. that? Who says anything? Um yeah, anymore? so Brian pulled something out from before uh we turned the mics on. And I mentioned that that my Amazon no one's allowed to look at because it's a weird mix of. Are you are you buying <laughs> clips for like forty seconds? No, no. This is like Amazon movies, like, like Prime. You, the Prime movies. Oh. When you go into something, they're like people who have watched this also like this, and it's like seventies <laughs> camp movies where like in eighties camp movies, hack. yeah, like bikini, <laughs> yeah, bikini beaver zombie attack, that's and that's it's <laughs> all just to like fast forward and see naked natural women from the seventies and me to feel like I'm. A young child. <laughs> I think that's awesome, man. Finding old porn. It also probably yeah, it probably reminds you of that experience. <laughs> What's that? No, can't edit right. I, but yeah, a little later, I think my go-to girls growing up were the Anna Nicole Smith, mm-hmm. Pam Anderson. Yeah, the I, goats. I mean, that first Pam yeah. Anderson was like that thing where every time stopped, and kids brought that to like school, and were like. Did you see her when she was like a little, when like she was natural, like, na- like yeah when she was yeah. like just first her first thing ever? We're not talking about Tommy Lee that Tommy Lee video before Tommy got to her. God. This was pre Tommy and pre everything pre all the the work and all the craziness. She was like she's from my Vancouver, hometown, Canadian. Yeah, she discovered at a Canucks game, CFL game, CFL game, the BC the, Lions, BC Lions, not the Grey Argonauts. <laughs> what do you mean they discovered her? Like they just put her on the jumbotron? They put her on the jumbotron. She was on the jumbotron. It was one of those things. They're like, who is that? And it was, she was the quintessential like blonde, cute, She's like perfect, quote unquote California girl in a way, but just that West Coast like, yeah. just oh, young. And then everything went. went and, and she looks nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sent you that picture of it. it looks kind of less than ideal these Pam, days. Pam Anderson is aged, but I'll tell you, I haven't. She's she's still legendary. Yeah, I still uh, I gotta pay respect for that. Like Bo Derek, can we just give it up for Bo Derek? Bo Derek, yeah, maybe one of the most beautiful women to ever grace the earth. She's the one with the dreads, the like the uh, beads, (laughs) the dreads, Bolero. Just check out Bolero. Okay, that's another one. But it's all softcore. It's not like crazy porn. It's just kind of like that thing of being like naked boobies it's weird i guess yeah <laughs> speaking of movies i have uh like when you really f- love a movie and i'm just talking like a movie in a theater or a movie how many times do you see it if i love it well it depends is it like a suspense thriller movie that, that you're sure. kind of like oh that's a good question that's you got to see it two three times but if it's a movie like fast times at ridgemont high the Big Lebowski, Life of Brian. I'm talking about like new movies. A new movie? A very if you really you know love what? it. The first movie that comes to my mind that I saw twice in the theater was Goodwill Hunting. Okay. I remember going and seeing that twice, being like and then the most recent one was um uh Get Out. I went to that twice in the theater. Twice is 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 I think standard for a yeah. single dude. For an older like if I was a kid maybe, like back in the day, you go see aliens five times with your buddy i, I saw Erm terminator twice terminator 2 twice i mean yeah that movie's intense but, but yeah like newer movies not so much i would not go but then it's like that whole relationship thing of like have you ever dated someone where they're like i want to see that with you and then you go see it without them and then you have to lie and go see it again i've had that i've done that 
<laughs> I love Trouble with uh, Julia Roberts. Mine was Don't Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was that thing of like, yeah, let's go see that together. Okay, cool. And then I'm like, you're at work. I did. I had nothing else to do, so I went and saw it. What? Like, it's a fucking movie. It's a terrible movie. It's a movie. We don't have to see it together. Um, I kill but your yeah, wife. So you kill my. I you. I kill your wife. You. I kill your mom. You kill my wife. That's fair. That was Dane DeVito, right? Yeah. What was his name? Dustin. She would scream. Owen. Owen. Oh yeah. <laughs> Owen. Oh, she was amazing. I'm always. Yeah. Friend. So there are yeah newer movies. It's weird to go back into the theater for me. I haven't done that very much. Going to theaters now. Do I you know. go to theaters? To I me, not, when I was not. I haven't gone in over a year. There's no one going to be going anymore, right? I mean, they I, now people I know have gone, and you can rent out like the whole theater. Or I don't know, man. Well, like, that one place in the marina, like where you pay extra money and you have your swivel chairs mm-hmm. and you sit. Yeah. But I mean, think the most movie theaters are fucking disgusting. Just sit, yeah, they're germ, they're germ factories around. anyway. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I have not had a cold in this entire year, let alone the flu or yeah, anything. Yeah, good point. And it's just like, oh, so wearing masks and keeping your hands clean and staying away from dirty, gross people, it actually works. So like, yeah, movie theaters. I'm gonna be bringing like a sheet. Wearing my mask and gloves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, I just wait. wouldn't go. I can't wait to go back to a movie theater. Though. I love seeing movies in the theater. Yeah, it is nice. There's certain, th- there's certain movies you have to see on the big screen, but uh-huh. some you don't. But yeah. When you get your second vaccine, will you go? No. Wow. I don't know. I don't what know. is? Why get it then? What do you mean? Well, don't you think if you like Brian and I are waiting? Right. We're waiting to see what if you guys all turn into the right. zombies. Why do you need two? That crossed me. Because they want to, f- they want to, they want to really charge the insurance companies. <laughs> so then what happens if the super strain comes around? Well, here's the thing, guys. None of these strains would have happened if we had done this from the beginning. If we had locked it all down what and people had stayed home, the thing would have died off there. and would have not come back. That's what happens. So people getting vaccinated keeps it from coming back. So me getting vaccinated, even if I don't go do anything and I still wear a mask and it's like acting like normal. I'm less likely to get it, therefore spread it, so it will die. So more people that get it can still spread it, but I just think that's it. But yeah, the main reason what I'm going to do once I get this is open up some dating apps and put in bold letters across the top, vaccinated. Mm. Oh, I like that. And then you're going to read a a line from that. You're going to... Then I'm just going to say... Here's something we'll do on our first date. You give me a give me a book. Give me a, a page number. Thirty-two. 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 Sixty-nine. 32. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You got first paragraph. I began to dolly my tongue all over <laughs> Teffy's <laughs> luscious buttocks, using my fingers to spread open her glorious milky white mounds. To f- <laughs> Look. <laughs> this is what this is. How are you saying this is educational? That one's not. But the, <laughs> it is not educational. That, there's, there's, no. There's what I'm going to do is hopefully travel to some other country or place that would like have me there if I'm vaccinated. That's well, Mexico <laughs> you can go to, right? Probably yeah. Mexico. I'm sure you can go there now. Like people yeah, are I know, I know people have been now. down there for Tulum and yeah. Cabo. So I just need to get out. I just need to get out of my couch and house in this town for a minute. Rent it. I would like to, but... Yeah, my scenario is different. I have someone in the back house, so it's more to consider. Mm-hmm. Unless she has a friend that could rent it out, and they could stay there. That sounded creepy. And they could. Push and uh, Dennis, <laughs> what's going on with uh, Venice and the homeless? 
Uh, Home- I don't know, man. That's not my job. Homeless report right here. Homeless report coming in on the 20s and 40s. They're no longer on Rose Avenue. Homeless, move from Rose Avenue down. I mean, I don't where I don't know where they went, and it's that thing. Do you see all the burnt? Um, yeah, there's fires happening. They're lit, lighting RVs on fire on right in front of Penmar Golf Course. There, there's a, yeah, it's pretty nasty. It's super nasty. And my friends live downtown, and they have big homeless encampments there catching on fire. And the fire down by the beach was started by a homeless encampment. <laughs> yeah. that, so it's awful. I mean, like we've talked about it. Like, yeah. there's no. I don't know the reason. I all I know is. I've read that it costs less money to house people than it is to do what we're doing now through public health and all the shit they're doing and keep, and people stand on the street. But the thing is, a lot of those people don't want to be in houses. They don't like no, they their don't. mental capacity is not to be like, oh, I'm in a house now. I'll go to work every. No. Yeah. I'll vacuum people, my carpet. It's like, yeah. I'll read no. the paper. So I don't know, man. <laughs> it's such a bummer. And it's just crazy because, you know, it is like truly like people pulling up in their Teslas and Range Rovers to go into their expensive houses and they step over homeless people. And it's just like gross. Yeah. I think we lost Brian Angle. But at the same time, I just wish there was somewhere we could all have them hang. Oh, they do a little turn off after a while? Brian, Brian it's Brian's day for some reason. But it's okay. Luckily, I have that next Oh, the day. big one. The big one. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't I mean... It's a weird one, and it's in, it's you know I used to have a guy down the street from me that I would befriend that I kind of got to know, and then he disappeared, and you're like I hope somehow he's like a fucking businessman now or something good happened to him, but yeah, you know. it's like the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, like <laughs> some yeah. He just works on Wall Street. Yeah, I know. I had I had that one fantasy the other day because Jay his name was Jacob, and I used to give him food and hang out and talk to him and stuff, and I was like, what if Jacob was really a billionaire? Just seeing if people are good. <laughs> they want to give me a million dollars for being a good person. Like Undercover Homeless? Yeah. Undercover Homeless would be a good show. <gasps> a good show. Rewind. Don't let that air. That needs to stay in here. Right, I have friends yeah, who work you, in reality. Rabi. I'll okay. pitch that to Rabi. Undercover Homeless. It's like, um, what was that? It's kind of like training places in a way. Undercover boss. And they befriend other homeless people. They get the story, the sad story, and yep. then reveal... I'm actually a billionaire. Yeah. And you are going to France yeah. or whatever. What All you, whatever you trip to France. You're going to see your dad. Yeah. Because then the homeless person, while this person's being friendly, pulls out information. They're like, oh, thank you so much. You know, I've been down on my luck. I used to live in, in Albuquerque. And they're like, well, you know, I have my aunt who lives in New Mexico. I want to visit and I just can't seem to figure it out. And then boom. I mean, that who doesn't want to see a show about someone visiting their aunt? And then, or or what, what or what happens that we didn't expect is the billionaire tries meth for the first time and come, becomes hooked and just disappears into the homeless That's scene, it. and we can't production find shut them. down after third <laughs> third CEO is addicted to meth. Uh, yeah, what else is going on? I'll tell you. you. You know, whenever someone on stage in comedy says what else is going on, it means they don't know what. Yeah, they have no more material. Yeah, jeez. Oh, what else? I, I've, have you ever do this one? You guys got any questions? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you enough that I've. I think I know you've said that a yeah. couple times. Yeah, because it's that thing where I got nothing. What do you want to talk about? And sometimes yeah. it can be very helpful, and other times it's like, are you are you what they consider like a physical uh, com- performer? Yeah, because you always like charge around, like lean yes, down. Yes, I have energy. He takes off his shirt. Well, you I like- took off my shirt one night, and it made sense in the bit. I, it was an escalation I was, of I don't the know joke. If I was there or not for it. 
No, is What's that, the deal like with a... you guys up on stage with like everyone's like holding on to that thing? The with stand? Your mic. Like it's called the mic stand. Mic stand, like dragging it around. We're like, get the fucking thing out of there. I yeah, like like, I take that away. I because I, like you said, I I I pace. I'm a pacer, and yeah. very rarely am I one to just stand. And you're you stand right. You don't move around much. Just back and forth. I do uh, a little bit. I do a little because certain people. I envy people that can go up there and just literally be like, here's the mic. Here I am. Talk, 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 talk. I'm too nervous, energy, yeah. move around. I get physical, and I like to act it out, and that's just kind of how I am in general. So, yeah, I guess I'm physical in that regard for sure. Very physical. Yep, and then sometimes <laughs> too physical, and I used to do that bit about yoga years ago and that I still bust out, which is fun. Which is? I would just do yoga stretches, and I'd breathe, and I'd do the stuff, and I'd just kind of go to the crowd, and I'd do stretches, and I'd do... And I'd say, well, who does yoga? And said, yeah, I like to do yoga. My friends gave me a hard time, but um, I like going there to the yoga studio. And in L.A., there's a lot of attractive women there, and it's very good. But you go there, so I go there, and I set up. I I put my mat down in the back. You know, I got my towel. I sweat a lot, so I got a beach towel. Put that down, and, you know, I'm doing my yoga and doing my exercises. And, um, you know, you're doing this and breath of fire. (laughs) Or this one, or falling tree pose or whatever. But the worst thing... About doing yoga is getting in all those crazy positions when you have a boner, <laughs> and then that's it. And I said, then my friend gave me this tag, and I forget who, but I think it might be from my friend Teresa. And then I say, it's it's especially awkward when you're at a prenatal yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do some bit about like, oh, you want me to go? No, I'm gonna stay. No, I'm gonna go. And then I saw Prano do a bit about it later. I was like, ah, whatever, man. You can. Before you do your shows, like the, <laughs> the ones at Westside, would you prep, like you know what you were going to go up there and do, or were you more of a wing guy? I'm a wing guy, but I have like an outline. You know, it depends on the show. If it's a show, like early on those shows, I wanted to hit my material and be funny and did that and traded it like I need to get time. And then as it progressed, I was like, I just kind of like hosting and talking about what's going on today or do some crowd work. Mm-hmm. But if I have new bits, I'll be like, okay, parking ticket. Blah, blah, blah. I won't write stuff out or be, you know, I'll try to do bullet points. But then every time I'd be like, oh, I forgot that. I forgot that. My, that was the fucking one. So I get <laughs> I get lost in the moment more than others. It's like performance. Because it's lack of doing. Like, it's that thing, you know. I miss it. Yeah, I know. And yeah, I mean, like, the, like I did it once or twice a month. These guys that did it five, six times a week, it's like, I can't imagine, like, going crazy. Cause it is, it's a, it's an addiction. It's a drug. It's like when you perform and you crush and you come off that stage, it's like fucking, ah, it's everything. It's the best feeling in the world. And then you don't have that. And like zooms, you're like, so is anyone, you guys listening? Are you watching? Is anyone funny? I don't know. It's yeah, it's rough. Did you watch the documentary, the, the, the store or whatever? Or the comedy I did. Yeah. Rob from the store. Yeah, I did. I did. I had some thoughts about it. I liked a lot of it. I know some people who made it. I was very, very kind of disappointed and confused as to why they didn't talk more about Brody Stevens, um, who spent a lot of time at the comedy store and, as we all know, uh, succumbed to depression and took his own life um, a couple years ago. And the, he's a big part of that place. And it was like they he meant they mentioned him and they kind of went over and they're like late night at the comedy store is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. It was like late night is Dom Barris and fucking Brody Stevens like. You can't talk about late night at the store without talking about bro. It was so that was one thing that tripped me out, but I liked it. I thought it was cool. I mean, that place is amazing. I always thought it was dark and negative. I never really liked performing there, and I never spent much time there. But people love it, and that changed in the last five years. 
So it's a little better. More now. people started performing there, bigger names. It got more people showing up, more positive. But I remember going there times when it's like the walls are painted black. Everything about it was dark. You black know, toilets. Like, yeah, like it's just like you can't see shit. It's like a dark on a dark black vibe toilet there. seat. <laughs> but then we were also there filming for Brody. I would like Brody Stevens. Look him up if you don't know him. Amazing comedian and. Yeah. We did. There was a TV show about him I worked on, and we would go there. His his favorite thing would go there Tuesday nights at midnight, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" There'd be like six people in the crowd. Two of them were passed out drunk, and he'd just go up there and do his thing. And these guys had this whole late night thing. We'd be there till one in the morning filming, and I'm like, "I this is exhausting. Like, too, I don't want to be at the comedy store." But that's what people did, and they fucking work their, you know, their bits out, and you know, got successful. So yeah. That was an interesting show. Are you talking about the documentary or about the TV show? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what TV show? There was a TV show on Showtime about the comedy store in the 70s. And like, like Andrew Santino was on it and Al Madrigal. Yeah, that's not a t- that was a, yeah, it was a that's show. That's a TV t- series. Showtime is Showtime, Showtime a TV show? And then, yeah, Showtime I'm talking about the guy shows. who was on The Mind of the Married Man. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that, he, he did the that's documentary. The, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Punching the Clown or something? No. That was a different one. Yeah, he did. I know the married man. He did a few things. Um, I know him. I met him recently, and I'm spacing his uh, binder. Michael Binder. Yep. Um, <clears throat> do you do you have uh, any New Year's resolutions that you're putting together? No, man, not this year. This fucking years. It doesn't matter. It's just a, a, a year. No, it's continuation. Of the same shitty fucking year. Like, there's no new year. You got your vaccination. Why I aren't know. you happy? Not everyone else does. Brian, are you going to get vaccinated? As I told you, it depends on who's asking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I I will probably get it. I don't get the flu shot. Yeah. But right. I'll get this thing so that I'm not a leper. And I just don't. Well, firstly, this is not the goddamn flu. Do some reading, okay? This is worse than a flu. I, yeah, but and I, I'm but the I same way. The flu shot. The flu shot, whatever. This is a vaccination. The flu shot. I mean, maybe I hope this might be an annual. What's thing the difference too. between a shot and a vaccination? I don't goddamn know, but all I know Nothing. is just get the fucking shot. All right. Get it. Because it, I got it. Everything's fine. My arm was sore for Did a Did you ever while. get COVID? No. No. It just doesn't. Like, you sound just like seems a guy who got one. No, my friend had COVID and she got the vaccine and she was sick for like two days. And I was oh. like, ugh, and I think it's because it's in people's system. Dude, this shit's attacking people's vascular systems. Like, athletes in their 20s are like, I, I'm really tired. And I had wow. it six months ago. Like, it's not a joke. I don't want to get it. Yeah. God, That's mostly why. I got it does, yeah, I know. It, <laughs> do, it doesn't sound like you're going to get it. I no, hope I don't, not. I don't want to get it either, but uh, I'll. when the time comes around, I'll. I'll yeah. step up and get it. Well, hopefully it's faster and sooner, and I think you will. I think you will. And then the more information, and it's like, you know, the fear of vaccinations is pretty pr- disproven. The likelihood of me going to one of those places is never. Which place? Oh, to the go to a stand or go to mm-hmm. the Dodgers thing and drive through in my car. I'll call my doctor and be like, hey, that won't be the way. Shit. But a car one would be great. You just pull up in your car, burp, pull your sleeve up, bap, done. Drive off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. How many dead? How many have died? 400,000 now, is it? 400,000 dead? In America. In America. The United How, States uh, of America. 850,000 unemployed? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like we're getting screwed continually because of this thing. Still traffic. Yeah. How is there still fucking traffic with nobody going to work? Gives you an idea of how and many people live here and how bad traffic was a year ago. It, I, I don't miss that. Yeah. 
I mean, there were times we live here in Venice and like going, uh, no. I can remember. you come over here and meet? Nope. I'll be there. I can I can go over there between 1030 and, t- and 130 yeah. Yeah. now. And yeah. then after that, I got to get in my car and head home because it's a fucking bummer. When I had a comedy <laughs> sport store spot and they're like, you're on at seven. I'd be like, oh, fuck. I got to leave at five. Yeah. To go, you know, 12 miles. 12 miles. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Same thing with like getting like Lakers tickets or or any tickets. Oh, so like man. you gotta leave yeah. at five thirty to get down there and park and deal with that and get in. So oh, that train right now, Bri Bri. That train that train that train has traffic. <laughs> <laughs> that train actually stops and the guy on the thing goes, Sorry guys, we're just getting we got some traffic here. Oh yeah, because it fucking... doesn't cross his roads at times. I guess so. And cars are in the middle of the fucking intersection because they're like, I don't know where to go. Uh, like yeah. I ain't here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't miss traffic. Oh man, those those times I had jobs like working in production offices in Hollywood, and driving home at like commuter hours. Like, oh man, that's like an leave the office like way. dark. It gets yeah. dark, and you're driving home at dark. Yeah, I don't. Oh. I like I like bike bi- bicycling. Here. Yeah, I don't live in California. I don't pay the rent I pay in Venice to fucking drive home in the dark, ladies. Dennis, are you gonna ever settle down, meet a lady? I don't know. Um, I'd like to. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm a single guy, Peter Pan, perpetual what kind of guy? Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Like a pedophile? No, dude. Peter Peter Pan wasn't a pedophile. Peter Pan never. Peter Pan never grew up. Peter Pan never grew up. Peter Pan had a lot going for him, but he just had a good time. But he wasn't a pedophile. No. No, Peter Pan was not a pedophile. <laughs> Peter Pan was a good man. Look into the camera. Peter Pan t- would look you in the eye and tell you. Yeah, tell tell the women two good things about you. Yeah, let's do this. One, let's, we're gonna build you a, a, a dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd love to settle down. I've been in some relationships. I just like it's you know, it's hard. It's it's a lot. If it doesn't click, like it did with you and your lovely Jill. Thank you. That's the difference. You meet people like them, and you're like, there. Okay, yes. I'm sure you have your issues and struggle, you fight and whatever. But there's women I've dated that it's just like, nope, this isn't it. This isn't it. And the same thing for them. And yet now you guys are at the age, both of y'all, that it's probably um, 37. Bullshit. <laughs> that you're, you've kind of become accustomed to your situation. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a lot. Set in our ways, if you Set will. Set in our ways. Yeah, pretty comfortable. I got a dog that I really like a yeah. lot. Jill and I had to make a lot of compromises to stay together. Yeah, Bec- but we were in our young early thirties when we did, so it was like, you know, yeah, it was a lot easier. Well, you're both very attractive people too, and like the two of you would be fine going out on them dating apps. Do you find that? Yeah, you think if we if I went on them dating apps, I'd have success? Well, Jill would for sure. <laughs> 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 He'd be waiting for. Her. <laughs> Sorry, no, 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 you of course. Yeah, look, dude, you've never looked in the mirror, bro. Jesus Christ, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. Um, so yeah, I'd like to. I mean, it's just weird. Like I was saying earlier, like I mentioned that earlier. Like a friend set me and a woman up, and we kind of knew each other a little bit, both actors, and hanging out. We had a phone talk, and it was Zoom, and it's like now what? Now we could like stand near each other. And see if we like each other. And it's like, it's just the whole vibe. There's no connection of like, we met and there's a spark. That's kind of what I wait for. I'm not one to be like, 
he you swipe and swipe and I don't you know doesn't work for me. You have to meet me in person, ladies. And feel <laughs> can we energy. go back to you having sex <laughs> with the mask on? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Oh. Did she wear a mask? Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of mask was it? Could it have been a bandana or was it just a little blue one? It was one of these. Suckers. You're an idiot. <laughs> I can't believe you. It's a soaking wet mask. All right. She's a good woman. She's a good woman. Do you want to? Do you want to let the folks, uh, the listeners, know anything about that you got going on? No. Um. I have. There's a thing. I don't know if you know about this. You guys probably haven't seen him. This somebody made a sticker of me. Oh, you were telling me about. There's this. a cartoon drawing of me on my bicycle because I ride my orange, yeah, beach cruiser around, and and I usually have my dog with me. But it's a picture of me riding my bike, and it says Venice Dennis. And they have my fucking Instagram handle on it and hashtag Venice Dennis. So it looks like it was something I made. And they put them by the paddle tennis courts. I used to play a lot yeah, of paddle yeah, tennis. Yeah. So they put them by there. And someone's like, dude, what's with these stickers? I'm like, what stickers? Like, what are you talking about the stickers? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. The stickers, Wolf. What stickers? He's like, bro. He's from Venezuela. He's like, bro, the stickers. And I'm like, I don't know. And, he's, and he showed me the sticker. I'm like, I have no idea what that is. So, he's like, fuck, come on. So I'm somebody's like, fucking trolling Someone's you? trolling me. And like putting these stickers and then my buddies and I, we ate some little chocolate mushrooms and we went for a walkabout. I think it was, it was Christmas Day. That was our Christmas. Two, me and two pals, Chris and Ethan, ate some mushrooms right around here and we just walked around Abikini and I can show you 11 pictures of these stickers on different signs around Roosterfish and it's like Venice Dennis and it's me. And I have now on my Instagram handle is like not responsible for the stickers nor Venice Dennis. You don't want any part of it. I want to know who did it. Right. Because I'm not a self-promoter like that. I'm, I mean, I should be, but I wouldn't be putting stickers. You need to get and that kinda, on shirt. It's kind of like littering, too. One I found was on a, on a call box for an apartment, like one of the new fucking loft places. <laughs> and it was on the call box. And I was like, I peeled that off and I put it on a stop sign. I was like, come on. These things need to go on stop Yeah, sign. that's true. But it was like literally we were fucking dying laughing. My friend was like, here's another one. And, you know, the sh- like just shrew me kicking in just to the giggles. And I was like, you guys, this it's, I don't think it's that funny. And people are like, it's cool. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of flattering. But it's also kind of weird and kind of fucking rude. And now they're putting them on places where people are going to be like, who the fuck is this D-Gubs guy? Fuck this guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and... Some people take it, get really nasty. I put posters up for my comedy show once, yeah. and I got some people telling me that it's litter and, mm-hmm. and reporting me on Twitter. And uh, people, I just said that. I Venice just said it's so kind of like litter. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's one thing if it didn't have like my Instagram to make it look like I'm doing this as like, hey guys, check me out. I'm hashtag Venice Dennis. It'd be one thing, but I have yet to get like a message or someone saying anything. But I posted on it, and I said. If you're responsible for this, thank you. I'm flattered, but I'd like to know. Just want to know. And no one's come forward. And also, it has me a skinnier version and yeah. no gray in my beard. And I was like, hmm. thank you. Well, check out, if you're in Venice, check, in, check try to find some Venice Dennis stickers and send them to, the, send them to me at Lockjaw or to hashtag Dennis Venice. Venice Dennis. Venice Dennis. My, and my Instagram is at dgubs with one B. But... Yeah, so D-G-U-B-S. that was a weird thing. D-G-U-B-S. Check out Dennis. That's it. Um, yeah, the commercial's no longer running. I was supposed to be shooting a TV show coming up here soon. Oh, nice. But that got pushed back, so hopefully that'll happen. 
Wow. Okay. Just a little part on a TV show. Oh, I was on last year, but yeah. Little little bit. So. Little thing, little something sign with some fellas. <laughs> awesome. Women are there too. Um, that's it. Now <laughs> like creepy. You've also <sighs> been in Flaked, a, 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 a Netflix show about Venice. Mm-hmm. So you were that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Those various things. I also wrote and kind of helped with that thing. Co-created. A lot of stuff. We didn't know. No. Not the credit. Didn't get that credit. What? Uh, well, a lot what? of that's from my life growing up here in Venice, growing up, living here. What happened with that show? Uh, they did two seasons. I worked on one season and then they I, did two, I, and then it went away. Two seasons is a, is um, very rare on Netflix. Yeah, that was kind of what they were saying their whole thing, but now. Who knows? But yeah, they normally kill it after one. They 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 rarely. I mean, Netflix is yeah, a, just a turn and burn type network. They, yeah, they really. And don't. they're kind of known for not really explaining why. Some, yeah. Like the algorithm or the number. Like okay. They, they every. It's just. It's all about the next day. What's the new hot thing? Almost like Twitter, where it's um. I mean, I told you that I watched that swear word, the history of swear yeah, words. Yeah, I watched yeah. one and a half episodes. That's like everyone, because look how they line it up. The first episode is fuck. Yeah. The fifth episode is damn. Hmm. Who's watching that? We yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it just kind of turned It went off. fuck, it went shit, it went dick, and then it went uh, maybe cunt, and then it went Cunt is damn. in there, though? I think cunt's in there. Yeah, that's a good one. I hope so. Me too. You got to say that with a because British of, accent there, too. Because right? Jim Jeffries is in it. Say it, you fucking cunt. Yeah, say it, you yeah. fucking cunt, yeah. Yeah, fucking cunt, aren't you? You want me to say cunt? <laughs> <laughs> one time on a soccer field. You mean field, it in the friendly way. One yeah. time on a soccer field, a British guy called me. I did something like fouled him or something. And I talked shit. It was in uh, Redondo Beach. So I was in my 30s when I did this. And, he, and I was like, fuck you, whatever. Like, you know, playing. And he goes, hey, you fucking soft cunt. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. That is, it, They do have a nice way of, yeah. of saying that. Brian, do you want to uh, say hi to anyone that you're not dating? No, I'm good, thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we so, wait, Brian, so these women that you're worried about watching and seeing you talking about dating, mm-hmm. they're now going to be watching and going like, why isn't he talking about me? I thought we had something. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> because Brian keeps his personal life personal. Yeah. And Brian, what's on your Amazon, bro? <laughs> My Amazon, <laughs> I actually went back and looked at this because I just got on Amazon about six months ago. I, random shit, t-shirts, shoes, dog food, back hair spray. You take this like spray stuff and you spray it on your back and all your back hair falls off. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, it's, some, it's some random shit. And then, you know, lock Send me the link to the back hair spray. I used to get my back waxed. I do you, do you, does it really work? Stubble instantly? No, no. It all, I mean, first of all, you can't believe how much you actually have. So it's like, I can't believe this isn't Nair. Is that what it's called? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I am surprised there's nothing more. I can't believe it's not products. <laughs> right. Like, I can't believe this isn't peanut butter. I know it's not. It's fucking, it's jelly. Uh, <laughs> can't believe this isn't whiskey. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, so we got two, we got that idea, and then they're both Lachlan's idea that can't believe. And then it's also the, uh, um, Undercover homeless. Undercover, and we have, it has to sound something cool like undercover boss, right? Mm-hmm. Undercover mess. homeless millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I would add in like a little love story to it. Yeah, you need love. You need love interest in this stuff. It's a good feel good story, man. It is. It writes itself. Speaking of writing itself, <laughs> coming on strong. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you end us Here's with a nice, page. nice passage? God, I wish I fucking had. 
There's pictures? No. Here it is. There's cap. There's like there's bold capital letter. Oh, put it in. Put it in me. I need your bullock. I need it in me. In my pussy. So bad. So bad. I want to be fucked. Fucked. So bad. Fuck my pussy, lamb. Lamb? Fuck my pussy, lamb. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. That was Dennis reading some erotica from the 70s. (sighs) Do we miss the part when, how did that person get the nickname of lamb? (laughs) A guy is, a guy is lamb? The guy's called lamb. Mm. I will be at Dennis. I'm doing a show. I'm Where are you doing a show? March 26th and 27th. I'm going to be in Salt Lake City. Whoa, good for you. Salt Lake City's open. It's minimum minimal occupancy, of course. Right. Yeah. COVID safe show. So get your tickets now at wiseguyscomedy.com. Uh, I've got a link up on my Twitter and I've got a link, I believe, on my Instagram. Nice. I, I don't have links on my website because I took my touring page off because it's just, I'm not going to put one date up there yeah it's pretty grim so come see me i get. i think that's probably four shows nice <laughs> four chances that's, that's awesome. great tickets are still 20 bucks that's e- good. even though it's only a third occupancy yeah. the ticket prices haven't gone up which oh, i think nice. is great i still do the same show i you still get the same experience which is, you can't be saying you can't say that about other things i stayed in a hotel last night well no no housekeeping no room service, no pool, no gym, right? No jacuzzi. Same price. Whoa! Right? You know? Yeah. It's like yeah, that's bullshit. And if you yeah, did you stay there just one night? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if you yeah stay there more than one night. That, yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you're doing those shows. I know some other folks who have done their shows and they say they're it's it works. It's, it's hard when you know I got a kid, so it's hard mm-hmm. to get time. But we're. You know, me and my lady got to figure out a way that I can get back to work because yeah. I'd love to go to all over these spots that are now open and yeah, um, and get back into business, man. You should. You're very good at it. Thanks, You're Dan. very good at it. Fucking funny, man. Jeez. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Can we edit that part out about Amazon? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you want me to? No, I'm kidding. I don't give a shit. Good. I don't give a shit. I Ladies, you got to know these things about me before we go on our Zoom dates. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys. You know who's fault you're about to listen to. His name's Morgan J. Look him up. He's hilarious. What a beautiful voice. Brian, what thanks for coming guy. back. Funny as hell. Enjoy those books. Bye, Bye-bye. Dennis. <laughs>